Hi, everyone. Wow. Welcome to Under Further Review. I'm going to remember to actually introduce the podcast today. <laughs> Tough start. <laughs> I'm Kata. That's Mike. That's Mikey C. Hi. Mike, did you get a haircut? Nope. I rolled out of bed. And I look like it looks, this. looks different. It looks, little, looks like you got some product in it. I only use um, leave-in conditioner. Like, I don't do shower conditioner. I only ever do leave-in conditioner because it acts as both. It acts as like a hold-up product as well as a conditioner. Well, you look handsome. Thanks. And I look, no one can see this because this is a hearing platform, but I am brightly lit. You are. You are. You look like you're, you're ringlet, although I have to assume it's the sun because it's beautiful in the south today and you're in Georgia. It's a dressing room. <laughs> oh. Oh. How was everyone's Thanksgiving slash more importantly, how was everyone's Black Friday Cyber Monday? That's all I really you celebrated care about. Black Friday Cyber Monday. I always celebrate on Black Friday Cyber Monday. <laughs> I got Betsy Johnsons and all kinds of cool shit for real cheap. I didn't get. Shop? I didn't really get anything. Oh, I mean, I did get like a cute little spray bottle that smells nice because my bunk started to smell. Uh oh. So I did spend four dollars to get that little spray. Like body spray. No, it's just like nice girly spray scent spray. Obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Mikey, I I take you as someone, I feel like you would be someone who like, or at least if not now, but like maybe used to wake up like super early for Black Friday and like go to Best Buy. Yeah, yeah, I probably would if I had to work I did do a morning show for like the past five days, so I canceled it out. But I've done it before. Well, not. I'd say it's more that I've been out late and caught like the like midnight sales. Like I've done that. That's kind of fun because it's very surreal, like the people that you see. Yeah, it's an but, interesting. Um, it's an interesting community. Yeah, the super savers. <laughs> like I just go to people watch. I've never really like been like, oh, I gotta get this bargain on a TV. So no, I'm not like that. Did you get anything this year? No. No, no girly spray, no Estee Lauder, nothing. Y'all, Bed Bath and Beyond. I was just like trotting around there the other day. That the marketing of that store is danger. Mm. it's all the colors and the way the colors are laid out and it makes me feel like i need all of it like i'm fabricating ways in which i need do you miss the stores the going into the stores because they closed all those now right no i was in one really i thought i heard they closed they're just online now not in roanoke virginia not in roanoke virginia they're still standing tall in their little mall i got into a Big, like, you know how, like, on Thanksgiving, like, um, there's usually some kind of pretentious argument amongst family. Like, usually it has to do with politics. This year, it actually, and I was, like, in the middle of it, had to do with recycling. Oh. Do you guys recycle? Well, you guys don't probably recycle at all, period. We oh, yes. Do. I, I'm a big recycler. We do. Okay. What do you do with a pizza box? It gets recycled. 
Yeah, it gets recycled for sure. My entire family said, no, there's grease in it. You can't recycle it if there was food on it. Like, was like animate about it. I had to go and get like research papers and show them that they were wrong now. I'm like, maybe that's how it was back in the day, but. Uh, I think recycling sometimes gets messy if there's like liquid inside of it. But if there's like grease on a box like that, that is recyclable. I mean, the Domino's pizza box says right on it, recyclable box. <laughs> and they right. still like weren't believing me. I think, yeah, like if um, like if I finish like a thing of like body lotion, like you got to rinse that shit out to get the lotion out. Otherwise, it's like it's a, a thing. Um, I here's one. Um, because we all know I love my wine. Apparently, like the the screw top wine bottles. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. I actually should do my research. I'm not sure if this is true, and it's probably not killing the earth if it is true, but or or if it isn't. But um, apparently the tops on the screw tops are not recyclable but that doesn't that doesn't make any sense to me because it's the same material that's on the neck of the bottle that it attaches So, like like this i'm pulling up a vodka bottle with like the screw cap so apparently that is not that's what that's what my my partner has told me and he'll like go through the recycles to make sure that i've taken the tops off and i'm like that doesn't make any sense because you can see on that vodka bottle it's attached to the same exact material and that doesn't come off yeah so... like on the neck of it like yeah like it's the same thing well actually no it's not the same thing how this like this is actually glass which is like a label on it this is more like that aluminum metal type thing with wine it's different though with wine it's all that aluminum metal so i don't know that gets a little tricky but no we are big recyclers i'm i will say i am not convinced that particularly in new york there is like like you put your trash and your recycles out or whatever and i've walked past many a trash compactor truck that has taken a recycling bag and just trashed it anyways so mm-hmm. well, that's what i feel like i feel like first of all people don't care anyways they throw everything in like with the recycling so it's all contaminated to begin with yeah i, I kind of figure we're getting into consumer blaming conversations that's also true i mean you know what what are we're what else are we good for if not blaming consumerism on this podcast so but everyone had a good Thanksgiving. I was blasted. Otherwise, yeah. You said you were blasted. I was blasted. Blasted. I j- it That's just fun. Yeah, they I mean, catered it, and stuff for you. Yeah, they catered and we just like had some drinks beforehand, and then like I went on. Do your families go on walks during Thanksgiving before dessert? Walks. I mean, sometimes nice. like. If if I can get people out with my dog, but well, let me we clarify. do keep a good amount of time in between dinner and dessert. Yes, but like, let me mm. clarify. Do you guys go on quote walk unquote? That's different than just a regular walk. Okay, yeah. so this is where Mike so tells is there us a time between how, dinner. Well, this is this is a, Mike tells us what they do for Thanksgiving, and in, in his family, they eat dinner, they go for a walk, and we're putting that in air quotes here because what they're really doing is standing outside smoking weed. Yes. And then they come back in for dessert. Yeah. So like, I, I didn't realize my entire family was a bunch of smokers till I was probably like 18 or 19. But I went back to Thanksgiving when I was like probably 21 or 22. 
they were like, Mike, we're going for a walk. And I was like, I'm not going outside. It's cold. They were like, we're going for a walk. And I was like, whoa, and all right. And then I realized first walk. for years, this is what's been happening among the cousins is everyone's been going for walks during Thanksgiving. We do that before dinner. No. You do it before dessert. I guess it doesn't matter. Yeah, because you have to socialize during dinner and once, you know. Eh, sometimes it's surreal though to be totally stoned with in front of me. <laughs> I had wondered, I had wondered like how they got away with it for so long without me being like, Second wait, I want to come with. But this is a cute little football story. They said every year they put me in my uncle's, like they, they have a den room and they put me in there with a game on and I'd always just watch the game and I never knew anyone laughed. They'd be like, here's a treat and here's football and they close it and they all would run out and I wouldn't know. And it happened for years and they just said it was like kind of the system they had and it worked. You weren't invited. I, I sincerely was not. <laughs> but no, I went for a quote, walk unquote, and then I was just doozied. Bomb blast. Are you guys, are you guys finding weed on the road? Like, how do you, yeah. do you just know people in different places? Well, we stop at places where right. it's legal. Oh, and then you just oh, buy it. Oh, oh. I see. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Well, that's fun. And football all day. And football all day. Did anyone, did anyone love the three games? Did anyone like Because I didn't. Uh, I loved the final game because my 49ers won big. Yeah, but like... I mean, the games were games... good, really. Actually, the first game was probably the best game, right? And I didn't even really get, even get to watch that because I was getting ready to go. I thought it was disappointing. I thought the... I thought the We're talking the Lions game? Well, yeah. I mean, I'm highly disappointed in the Lions. Like, really? what the fuck? I had picked in our little pool league for the Green Bay to cover, if not win. So I that was my win of the week. But I agree that the game just sucked and the Lions just sucked and golf sucked. And it was it was like, disappointing. It was a bad After a while, Very I stopped watching. It's a great yeah. rivalry on Thanksgiving, a classic game on Thanksgiving, and it was stupid. I hated it. Yeah, that was... I stopped watching after a while. Once it became clear that the Lions weren't going to win, which was what around halftime, I was like kind of out. And I watched all three intensely because I'm a what professional. <laughs> While I what was did you guys Boston. think of Dolly Parton? <gasps> Yo, okay, we missed it. I I went back and watched it because we missed it. That's when we ate dinner. Um, and then wait, who did the who did the Lions game? What what's his name? Jack Harlow. Yeah, that was a little. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, that was. I mean, that was. Weird. I love all the comparisons that are being drawn between the two. But Dolly, yeah, that was fun. She looked great. She always looks amazing great. in like a cowboy cheerleader outfit. She's. I know. I didn't such love an that. Icon. But... No, I loved <laughs> well, it. I mean, I think she's such an icon. Yeah, for seventy-seven to even think about putting that cowboy cheerleader outfit on, and then to I look know. pretty good in it, or at least decent in it. Yeah. Holy shit. She was yeah, radiant. It was a good performance, and um. She's promoting a, a Christmas album, isn't she? She's got a new album coming out. She's got some kind of album coming out, yeah. I think so. Yeah, good for her. Good for her. The gays um, have been standing, standing Dolly Parton for years. And so when everyone said, like, wow, she's amazing. She was so good. I'm like, I know. I knew that. Speaking of, like, legends, living legends of our time, I didn't watch much of the Thanksgiving Day Parade. I really never do. Um, after going to it one year, I was, like, just, I've been completely turned off of it. But I did pop into the living room while it was on and Cher was on and Cher's got a new Christmas song. And other than like the weird auto tune moment that happens at the beginning, which like is very modern, like she's still doing the fucking disco thing. And I loved it. I just 
it is hard to create a new original Christmas song in today's day and age. Everything's been done and it was fun. The expectations are also low for a Christmas song. Yeah, that's real. Well, because everything modern is like everything that has been written in the last 10 years that is like original Christmas music and putting that in air quotes is like dreadful. I'll say that Ariana Grande has written some absolute bangers that I don't think got quite as much attention that was deserved. All right. Ariana Grande. Mm -hmm. I watched all the other performances. I don't think it was new, but I it was on YouTube yesterday and I saw a live performance. I'm sure it's from years ago of Mariah Carey singing like I'll be home for Christmas. And she just comes down from like she was sitting on this like swing that comes down from the ceiling. And like is Mariah Carey like she's the I queen of this? Christmas. She is the queen of Christmas, to be fair. It does like I mean, can like when she's like not performing and hanging out with friends, I mean, I I feel like she just is so. I I don't even think she's human. I think like there's like an aura around her. I I think she she must wake up in the morning, um, birds chirping in the window. And right, that's what on, I'm saying. Exactly, she puts you know on what one I'm of saying. those like long um <laughs> like satin robes that has like the fur lined cuffs and bottom mm-hmm. and collar. And she like scoots off and um, sits in her makeup chair while someone does her hair and her makeup. Yep. And then she and, lays like, down for her massage. Squirrels are bringing like food. <laughs> and then she goes and sits sits in her studio and prepares for Christmas when she will be awakened again. <laughs> exactly. That's that's better than I could have even put it. <laughs> have we um have we had the conversation about the song though? Have we had I we might have had this conversation last year about all Christmas I want for Christmas is you? No. Or maybe. We talked about it How last it's, year. I think we did. All right. It's Michael's favorite song in the world. Not favorite Christmas song, favorite song, period. If that song comes on shuffle in the middle of June, he won't let me skip it. It's his favorite song, and he doesn't know a single freaking word to do it. <laughs> he knows I well, I can't even sing it because last last year we got our Christmas episode removed, but he sings the I don't want a lot for Christmas. And then um, there's just we're one trying thing to I need. prevent copyright here. There is just one thing I need, and then just makes up the rest of the words for the entire song. Fine. <laughs> yeah, we we did, we got banged for a copyright last year. Did you? Jeez. Yeah, the episode's gone. You can go back and try to find it. Um, the last few because we sang on it. Anyway, that's what Mariah uh, Carey does for the year is, is is wipe out people's podcasts that mention her. Exactly. Song, like it. hours. <laughs> yeah, the rest of the year. And and it, by the way, it was recent that that got taken down. It wasn't like right after we posted. She spends the rest of the year listening to podcasts like ours, looking for opportunities to sue people. And then she I, wakes up again for Christmas. Well, it's funny. I, I was watching an old Howard Stern clip. And uh, this guy, he made um, he made this um, product or he, he was like a guest on Stern. Uh, um basically it's it's like to wipe your butt like a, a butt cleaner or whatever like um it was like a, a baby wipe but to clean your butt or whatever and he's like superimposed um like mariah carey like holding it like photoshopped it and said like he said mariah carey called him to yell about like to yell about it saying like how dare you put this on there people are gonna think my butt's not clean now and everything and like howard was like come on was it really mariah carey and he's like i really he's like i really think it was mariah carey came private she was really mad and really upset 
I don't know. Can you see Mariah Carey doing that? I could. I could. And I think she has yeah. every right. She has every right. But I, I just I don't know. Like I said, Mariah Carey is so majestic, even though I actually had a friend who went to high school with Mariah Carey, or a friend whose brother went to high school with Mariah Carey in Long Island and said she was like a big slut back then. Well, me good too. for her. Get it. Yeah, mm-hmm. me too. Um, <laughs> me too. Mariah Carey, come defend yourself on this podcast. We should, if we can't get Mariah Carey, we should get Santa on the podcast. I'm going to work on that. I'll, I'll put in a call. Yeah, who? Santa? Yeah. Wouldn't that be fun? Hmm. Santa. Did I tell you my Santa story? I, I told my, about the Santa story last year. I'm not going to do it. Well, go back and try to find last year's podcast. I'm sure it's downloaded somewhere on someone's phone. Um, Let's uh let's let's talk about football, y'all. Yeah, well, I did. So I did a transition earlier. I just want to say I did a transition earlier. No one bit on it. We were talking I, about oh, Thanksgiving. Sorry. We no, done. no, no. We yeah. weren't. We weren't done. We were talking about Thanksgiving, and then I said, and then football too, and I totally gave the in, and then we all just said, no, fuck Mike. Let's keep talking about fucking Christmas. <laughs> Whatever. Well, all right, let's let's relax, please. We're what ready happened now. to the art? Of, what happened to the art of this? What happened? Did to you guys the... see this story came out today? Oh, um, like um, Deadspin about this kid. They're like they're oh. on him for wearing like blackface. Yeah, but it turns out the kid is like five years old and was just like wearing like the chief's colors. I don't. Ah, uh, uh, headdress. You're probably gonna say like it's, it's still not good. It's the headdress. It's not the face. Yeah, it's the, it's the headdress for me. The face I, I have no problem with. And and for those who are not familiar with this, it is, his face is not entirely black. It is black. painted half, half black, half, black, red. half red. Chiefs colors. That is yeah. whatever. That is whatever. But he does have a big long headdress on. Correct. The headdress is inappropriate. Like there's no. It's like. And it's not his fault. It's obviously his parents. parents. You know? We don't really have an equivalency to that in like Western culture. But I will say like, it but is the Chiefs never. I mean, they had the well because I guess they said Redskins is a derogatory term, and Chiefs is not. I guess. Uh no, I would. I I think the Chiefs could get a little bit more flack for just being the Chiefs. Period. They the Chiefs did mention the tomahawk situation very briefly, and no one did anything about it. But I we don't really have a Western equivalency to like wearing a headdress, other than like I mean, like with religious garb. Like if I sh- if someone who wasn't Jewish showed up to something of Jewish relevance with like a yarmulke on, like it would be strange unless you were literally going to service. It's sort of like that. Like you're like, you're using it in like sort of a sporting context. Yeah. Outside of any native relevance. How do we feel about, I have a friend who doesn't, she's Jewish and she does an ugly sweater party every year. How do we feel about like non-Jews rolling up in like a big, sweater with like a menorah on it like i feel like that's honoring it's the difference between honoring the culture and like owning ironically my mother puts up a menorah every year and i think god bless her i think that she just thinks that it's a christmas like like a snowman (laughs) 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 you know (laughs) i mean i like i mean again i'm i can't speak to it i'm not jewish but like I don't see I don't see an issue with that. I feel like that is again an, a way to like honor a uh a, a culture that is existing around this time of year and is it is synonymous with the holidays. Again, air right. quotes. Air quotes are the thing today, I guess. 
but um but it's the difference between that and then like take like owning a culture that is not your own you know right and that's kind of like how i looked at it but she did say i'm not sure we should put that up this year so she does acknowledge that it does have to do with the jewish religion <laughs> it, I'm, all, you, I'm like oh mom you're, you're afraid busy. to be fake Jew this year <laughs> she's busy she's too busy well, this know. year particularly with everything going on. Do we not want to talk about football today? Let's be fucking. Clear. All right, all right. Do we not right, want to talk Michael. about it? I'm all tired right. of this. We we can we can just yeah. I the that that kid I don't think did anything intentional, but his parents should probably look in the mirror. The, the headdress was was a dumb call. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right. So we were disappointed in the Lions. We established that. Well, I'm I mean, disappointed. And like, go. No, I was going to say I personally had a great week, but in this game, I once again have failed. Failed, failed, failed. I'm doing so well in all my other games, but this one is just not happening. I think what I'm learning is I'm better at drafting early on than I am with the process of maintaining games throughout the year. Does that make sense? Like, I'm really good at drafting in, a, in fantasy, which is why I do well in the, the Vampire League every year, because it's only drafting is the only skill you have. That's why I always do well. And I did well in our game last year because it was all about drafting early on. Do you not agree with in-game adjustments? No, no, that's where I that's where I don't know what to do. I I just gotta stick to like an initial vibe and roll with it. I think the Commanders Cowboys game should have been that should have been closer, and and so that as a result was disappointing. When they took the um um turkey leg out of like that, you know, and they jumped in that bowl or that pot, and they got yeah, the turkey that was leg. funny. Wasn't that did that turkey like look a little gross though? Well, I, I definitely dark at, meat. It looks dry. I looked at my family. It I looked missed, very dry. Yes. I missed the initial moment of it, and I looked at my family, and I was like, "Is Dak Prescott like eating a chicken wing on the sideline? Like, I don't know what. Ha- I don't know if like something in my brain just didn't process. Like, oh, it's Thanksgiving. Of course, it's a turkey leg. But oh. I was like, this is a weird fucking thing. And then I saw the big, the, like the pot thing, and yeah. Um, yeah, but that was all, uh, interesting. Matt and Dolly is really the only thing I thought that kept that game interesting. And they, I did one other thing that I believe all three of the games did. They were showing, um, cool, uh, camera shots behind the scenes of, um, the stadium workers prepping food, which I assume is going to the suites, not to the players of like the Thanksgiving dinners. Like that was kind of fun and festive. I don't know. It felt like it felt like Thanksgiving football is what I'm saying. And I appreciated that it wasn't just another day of football. It was they made it special. I would have appreciated the games that were like competitive. Yeah, yeah I just, that's exactly it. I mean, did we have anything to say about the 49ers Seahawks game? No, it was boring. Not really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not really. Seahawks. You know what? I, I do have something to say. I'm glad you brought it up. The Seahawks okay. last year, when Geno Smith won Comeback Player of the Year, Every time I watched the Seahawks game last year, and I said this on the podcast, y'all can go back. When I watched Juno Smith last year, I was not like hee hee ha ha. And I was like, okay, he's playing the game with two amazing wide receivers, like like amazing offensive weapons. Like he was good last year. I would never have given him comeback player of the year last year. And this year he's bombing with a, a, most of the same people. And I'm like, yeah, this is essentially who I kind of felt Juno Smith was. This is like sort of his like spectrum of talent. I'm sorry, you weren't what? Wasn't uh, he? Uh, he he, he behind? <laughs> Why don't people? Yeah, know I, what could, that I could get behind that take. 
like last year was just not that exciting. When he won, I was like, it, the, his box scores were good, but I'm like, sick of fucking box scores. More than like, anything, watch the game. I think more than anything, it's unfortunate that he won because that makes expectations really high for this year, and it's been very disappointing. Well, well I can't even get into comeback player of the year this year because I the fact that Demar Hamlin's well, going Demar to take Hamlin this has already yeah. got it wrapped up over Tua is ridiculous. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Tua, um, we had a Black Friday game this year. That's right. I, I, I can't believe they were like. Pushing like, oh my god, the first ever Black Friday game. Like, yeah. Uh, I don't know, like <laughs> so it was at three o'clock. And Dolphins rolled the Jets. And Do you Zach know why Wilson's the game was at three nine. o'clock? Because like there's some kind of like and like some kind of deal with college sports that the NFL can't have games start past or go beyond seven o'clock because the NCAA has TV rights for that. I don't know. But I was wondering, like, why the hell is the game starting at three? And that's why. I don't like any of it. The game was bad. I But there was the uh, Hell Mary. Another thing to go down in Jets lore. That was funny. Yeah. It was, Very humorous. It was once again, hee hee ha ha. So, yeah, the, the Thursday Friday games were the just name kind of this episode. setting. And I picked the Lions in the game and... That was the only like sure thing point I should have gotten. I didn't get it, so I got no points. In fact, I lost too many points. We don't we don't have to get too much into this because we are an NFL podcast. But did you guys watch any college ball on Saturday? Any of the bowl games? I, well, I'm big into college because I hate yeah. to be, but I mean, I, I don't know if you're talking. I mean, I thought it was an amazing day at college of football because you had the game, of course, Michigan and uh, Ohio State, which was a good game. And then you had probably, I thought, the in, most insane college football game I've ever watched, which was the Alabama uh, Auburn yeah. Iron Bowl. Yeah, I, did, I watched the Iron Bowl. Yeah, I'm convinced Nick Saban is the devil. It's oh the, yeah, we don't as as Croatian people, we do not own him as one of us. But um, oh. no, I went to I actually went to a friend's house for that game. It's a house divided. He and his stepdad are Bama. And his mom graduated Auburn and they oh, actually, must have been fun. Oh, it's it's you know what? It could have been more fun, but they're so used to the rivalry at this point that the boys watch upstairs. Upstairs <sighs> is Bama land and downstairs is Auburn land. And so for those of us who don't have any rooting interests, myself and my brother, we were kind of like floating between the two. back and forth. <laughs> but we, of course, are talkers. And so we started the game down with Auburn and we're pausing the game to like catch up on something. And they would come down and just like like after the first quarter and just like not say anything and it wasn't because we hadn't caught up it's because they knew that like oh the second that we start talking about this game we're gonna jinx it and it was actually very cordial it was kind of funny like the tension was like you know we'd talk about like the weather (laughs) on the commercial breaks it was kind of bizarre but yeah that uh as an auburn fan though i would think that that has got to be like the most devastating loss i don't think I, i don't think i can imagine like a worse a, a worse loss in oh my god yeah yeah we don't we don't have to talk too much about that but i yeah. just but it, it, was, it, crazy. Was a, it was a really good i think that might have been the best day of football all weekend to be completely yeah. honest oh, and it was yeah. largely because of that game oh we well i guess do you do not count monday night because that was the best game of the year all right well we it can was. let's monday let's this skip past over monday sunday. Night let's get there wait am i thinking sunday night last night no. you're talking about what was oh Bears, Sunday night? Vikings? Sorry, no, no, that game was stupid. Sunday night, yeah, that was a stupid game. Or Sunday yeah, at four. That was the horrible. Sunday when at four. Did, well, let's talk about play? Sunday. 
Sunday was uh, generally lame. Steelers covered, Titans covered, Jags just barely beat I the Texans. I predicted Danny DeVito and the Giants. You see I could the- not. <laughs> and you know what? They won because you picked them, Mikey. I'm literally, I couldn't watch the. We don't get it down in the South, so I, I wasn't uh, watching the game, but I was watching like the updates coming in and whatnot. Let's just and I'm be- literally going, holy fucking hell. Let's be Are fucking for real. Let's be fucking for real. <laughs> the Giants scored 10 points and the Patriots right. scored seven points. Everyone in that game is in timeout. You're all in <laughs> trouble. You're all grounded. Like, I'm not taking a thing away from that game other than wah, wah. It was the dumpster bowl. Like, that's, it, it was, was two trash bowl. teams. But, like, I, I mean, could it was not believe almost, it, it was probably worse than last night's Monday night game. <laughs> I'm in a bunch of, um, like, uh facebook groups for the giants because that was where when i was covering the giants we'd post our stuff on like a bunch of like giants you know fan pages to get the clicks and whatnot and like there are petitions circulating that are like tommy devito needs to be our starter moving forward and i'm like all right <laughs> let's sit down for a minute that's ridiculous he's perfect for new york though with the you know what, the italian thing and stuff like yeah. that and he's I, perfect for new york because he's literally bad at football maybe so i couldn't even believe it yeah unfortunately that game of course was up on up here (laughs) well but the sunday night game let's because we were we actually all had strong enough feelings that we before we get to sunday night is there a lot of buzz down where you are about the panthers um firing frank reich does anyone really care down there i can't Uh, believe that that's ridiculous here, to me. Here on the island, and the funny thing know, is, I, he got fired mid-season last year too. Yeah, <laughs> so he can't even finish here, the season. Here on the island, there's not a lot of buzz. Most of the islanders, like uh, like local islanders who live here, um, tend to go Falcons before Panthers. Um, at least that's in my experience. That's what I've noticed. We don't really identify with North Carolina as much as we do with Georgia, but uh, that was that was interesting to see. And our buddy Scott Fowler wrote a scathing column about David Tepper and how he, you know, continues to fire the wrong fits or whatever, but he has yet to fire the one prop, the the main problem that persists and that's himself. (sighs) That's a lot of owners. I mean, Frank Reich is a uh, Super Bowl winning offensive coordinator. We forget. Yeah. And I think it's wild that he's not getting an opportunity. I want the Eagles to hire him as a consultant so bad so bad i think he's so good he watches games you just like watch the offensive structures that he creates they're actually really interesting it's that he's on teams that are coaching so maybe he will well he has three years what i had read he has three years of so much money he i saw a tweet or something that he's making some thousands of dollars per day not working for the panthers for the next three years like i mean retire yeah, that sounds nice. I'd like that very much. Like, I love my jobs, but I don't love my jobs as much as I would love not doing anything. Oh, same. And I think same. Frank Reich probably has a very similar vibe. So I wish him the best. I am sad for him, though. I feel like he never got a, a shot. Yeah. For like, never yeah, got a chance. We'll get him on the podcast. Oh, yep. I, would, I would lose my mind if that happened. <laughs> I'd be so excited. My, we don't I need to pay him, so. <laughs> uh, big fan. All right. You want to talk about your fucking Eagles? Well, there are other games, but they were all kind of bad. Like uh, Saints-Falcons, like that division is all under 500. And they I needed the Saints to win that, and they didn't. And the Rams beat the Cardinals, of course. The Broncos beat the Browns, okay. Ja- Texas- the Browns yeah. are going to be... Uh, Broncos are on fire, huh? 
Yeah, the Texans Russ and Josh Apparently. I didn't think I my buddy was watching that, and he was like, dude, Russ is cooking. I told y'all, my boyfriend, Russ Wilson, <laughs> I, I never I never stopped believing in him. I never stopped. You can go back. You listen. I never stopped believing in him. I, I never said a bad word about him. No, you didn't. I wouldn't want to play the Broncos, I guess. Five in a row, six in a row. I mean, of all the one o'clock slates, I think the Jaguars and Texans was the most interesting. The Texans almost pushed it to overtime and then lost. That was we, I, we did. I watch wish I could have watched that game. That sounded like that was a good game. I saw it. It was disappointing because I picked the Texans, but um, yeah. it was a good game. And I think the Jaguars are good. I think they're probably going to be a first round exit of the playoffs, but I think they're solid. Yeah. Yeah, it's just same thing. Like I think Trevor Wilson, Trevor Wilson, Trevor, Trevor Lawrence. Oh my God, Trevor Lawrence. Trevor. Trevor. I just think like the offense is not. Turning my bussy out, you know, like I'm just not getting what I need to be given. There's that word again, <laughs> dear. The Cardinals. Um, anyway, um, but Mikey texted us quite late in the game last night and said, "I want nothing more than for the Eagles to lose this game." To which I, of course, agreed, having picked the Bills in our game this week, and uh, that did not happen because we talked about it. I'm convinced. You think we jinxed it? I, I don't know. I'm, I think I'm so sick of seeing the Eagles do this, especially against like the Bills. Or uh, well, I'm sick of seeing this happen to the Bills. Like it seems I am like- too. That's my biggest. That's my chief complaint. It's not even the Eagles winning. It's just like the Bills losing. The Bills just can't catch a fucking break. No, I'm I mean, saying they- like Josh Allen leave like a winning drive to like take the lead with like 30 seconds left and have like Mahomes go to the length of the field in like 15 seconds. I or mean, do the fucking thing that fucking Jalen Hurts did. I mean, but it happens to the Bills constantly. Like, are they what? What is their record? Like six and six or something? Like something that? Like, I think they're five and six now. Six or are, yeah, they, are they under five hundred at this point? They're either five hundred or under five hundred. They're six they six. Are they are five hundred. Six and six. Yeah, that is wild to have the the Bills be six and six. That's. Yeah, no, it should, and I, I mean, they, we have to blame them. It is their fault. It's got well, they're dysfunctional. Like it's just like it's not, not all clicking. It's very dysfunctional. Not clicking, that's it's, for sure. it's messy, and we have a lot of people that are very talented. Just think they're cursed of, or what? No, I just think you have a lot of really because talented. I mean, this can go way back to like you know the three Super Bowls that they didn't win. You you have a bunch of talented people on a team, and none of them seeming to be on the same page ever. Seems like a bunch of different people playing different games, and eventually one of them, like Gabe Davis, and you know they'll connect and they'll have a couple of good plays. But like it's just Diggs will have some great plays, and then he's not even out there and third down. I, don't, I, don't I will say, as a as an Eagles fan, Eagles, I this was the first game where the Eagles were losing and they were like a disaster, and I was like they might still probably win because they keep doing that. And then they did. And I was like, whoa, this is how the Chiefs have felt for years. Like the Chiefs go down and you're like, yeah, but the Chiefs are going to end up winning. And that's been the Eagles last few weeks. I don't think that's going to continue every single week for the rest of the season. I think they're bound to lose at least one to two of the next three games. But it was fun for me to watch that game being like, yeah, they're kind of a mess, but I think they'll win anyway. And then they did, <laughs> despite the fact that they shouldn't have. No, they shouldn't have. And um but I, I'm like, I almost felt like it was like watching like the Alabama game where I just like it was like, I know somehow Alabama's going to fucking figure out some way to win this game. 
and that's how I was watching like Philadelphia. And once like you guys got like once you guys cross midfield, I was like, I even texted my buddy. I'm like, the Bills should just let him fucking score a touchdown. And when and the play that Hurts ran it, it almost seemed like that's what they did. Yep. Um, well, and so in the NFC, because the Lions lost, it's a two game uh two games between the head of the NFC and then the second place. So there's a lot of games left though, and the Eagles got a pretty tough. They're playing uh they're playing the 49ers this week, I think. Well, next week, yeah. And oddly, you guys, yeah, you guys are playing us this week. And then at home. Dallas and Seahawks after. So three yeah. no, two really difficult games and one not not difficult game. And do you know the 49ers are favored next week or this week, whatever you, whatever you want to look at it? Yeah, so it was Kansas City though. Really? And the Bills were yeah, on Yeah, we've got some interesting lines this week. Mm-hmm. Look, the lines looking here are ahead. hard. This, this week? Yeah. Guys, I'm in last. I give up. I'm, 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 I feel Do you like know, I... they did a... Um, the NFL does like a player's vote poll or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, NFL... this. Yeah. Do you see who was voted the most annoying fan base? Eagles. Eagles. You know, mm-hmm. they do this every year, and the team that's winning always is the one they pick. They pick the Chiefs before, then they pick the Cowboys. Like that's not true. Neither of those fan bases have ever. I mean, yes, yeah, they I don't remember them annoying, winning, but no, 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 y'all no. Are so bitter. Y'all are so bitter. An anonymous player who took part in the poll described Eagles fans as noisy, impolite, and unpleasant. And winning. Another voter stated that, that they part. feel like they are the most knowledgeable football fans in the world, and they're not. Wow, people are so bitter. People got their feelings wow. so hurt about the Eagles winning so much. <laughs> people are so sensitive. You know, it's just a bunch of like 60-year-old men at their computer being like, I'm really tired of getting bullied by this Eagles fan on Twitter. It's well, all, it's all of this said, all of this said, let's update our game here. I don't wanna. It was a it was a sad week for Mike Rose. I can I can take the reins if if you'd like if you need a moment. So sad watch. he was trying to cheat me out of the Eagles win. Yeah, that was the only thing good about that. <laughs> well, here's here's what had happened. To to reflect, I selected the Niners, the Ravens, and the Buffalo Bills as an underdog. Had I gotten that pick right, that would have been yeah, my best. You really week. got screwed my- there. Yeah, it would have been my best week, I think, so far. But I did get Niners and Ravens correct. Uh, lost on the Bills. I end the week with an additional point, which puts my full my total score at three. Poor Mike Rose selected the Detroit Lions, the Houston Texans as an underdog, and the New Orleans Saints as an underdog, and he lost all three games. That is negative <laughs> three points. And brings his total down to one, putting him in last place for the first time wow. since starting this game. Wow. And Mikey C uh, picked the Eagles, the Cleveland Browns as an underdog, and the Giants as an underdog, uh, leaving him with two additional points and bringing his score up to 15. So he is still far and away the leader in this game. Again, Mikey C has 15 points. I have three. And Mike Rose has won, but none of us are in the negative anymore, which is nice. And uh, I guess we're jeopardy. We're moving on forward. So looking ahead at this, Mike Rose gets to pick first. He does, but our two biggest point spreads. Well, there's three. We have three. We have three. 
Three so, again? God, they're always doing that. We're not allowed to select Miami, who are favored currently by nine and a half. We're not allowed to select Dallas, who are favored by eight and a half. And we are not allowed to select the Jacksonville Jaguars, who are favored by eight and a half, which seems. Yeah, wow. Weird. It's a little high. Yeah. Even without Burrow and stuff. Yep. That's a little. Okay. But um, but those are the three outs this week. And Mike Rose gets to pick first from the remaining uh-huh. game. Well, I'll take Kansas City against Green Bay. Okay. I mean, right? <laughs> yeah. If I want a point, I think I should just do that. At this point, yeah, yeah you might need are... to adjust your strategy here of picking underdogs. <laughs> I mean, I'm still going to keep doing it because I'm not going to be able to catch up otherwise. And I'm my underdog picks are not, like, crazy. Like, the Texans no. could have had it, and the Saints were able to win that game. And last year, the Vikings almost did win. And the Rams did win, and I got them last week. I just, ugh. Ugh, the energy is there. The outcome's just not there. I understand you. 49ers well, are favored by three. Well, two and a half Jeez. on office uh, football pool. I'm showing three on the new ESPN bet. Oh, yeah. Plug your product. Um, well, I don't want to pick that game. That seems weird. Niners in Philadelphia is going to be quite a game this week. I'm going to go ahead and take Pittsburgh. I don't think I've picked them yet this year. I thought about it. Uh, they are seven and four right now, and they're favored against Arizona. Uh, I'm seeing five and a half. So let's go with them. There's no buys this week, is there? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. Why am I not seeing the Giants? Oh, you know what? They haven't had a buy yet. Yeah. Oh, they are a buy this week? I guess there are buys. Damn, I can't pick DeVito. Um, yeah, this bye week's going to fuck him up. <laughs> yeah, I know. All right, so, Mike, you picked the Chiefs. You're not looking How at the spreadsheet? You... Huh? you looking at the spreadsheet? Doesn't look like you're looking yeah, at the spreadsheet. Obviously. Look at the spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. How do you pick the Steelers? Good pick. Mm-hmm. I'll take the... I'll take the no, I don't like that. Shit. I'll take the I I think the Lions are gonna come back. They're gonna be pissed off. I'll take Detroit against the Saints. Yeah, I was gonna take That's them. a good pick. That's an easy win. I I wanted to take them. I, I can't believe it's only by like three and a half on office football pool. That's a little bit crazy to me, but and if they lose, that would be phenomenal for the Eagles. But I don't think that's going to happen. Um, okay. Well, this is now where decisions have to get made that are are not simple and, and not easy. Um, I mean, you could always go with the spread and, like, the Chargers are slated to go by. Yeah, I know. I saw that, but I, eh, something bothers me about that. I think the spread is a little bit thick. Um, but like, well, I mean, like the Texans are slated to beat Denver, but I'm a little no, like, worried I could about just them. See, like, for some reason, I think the, the Patriots are actually due to play well somehow. 
do I, do I, do I, I should I stick with my strategy. I'm going to stick with my strategy and keep fighting for underdog wins. So I'm going to take Denver. You're going to take Denver? I had a feeling you were going to do that. I just think of all, I don't love any of these underdogs, but of all the underdogs, I think that one's, you hate them least. I I think that's the, because they're just doing so well and the Texans are doing well, but between the two teams that are like kind of surging, I just think crazily enough, Denver might be the best chance at an underdog win this week. Yeah. I guess. <sighs> well, except for, um, Oh God, see, this is hard. We don't have a whole lot of great stuff left to pick from. Um, not good games. No. Uh, so I'll I'll make an underdog pick as well. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take Cleveland. Cleveland is playing the Rams on Sunday afternoon. And uh, the Rams are currently favored by three and a half. I think that's, first of all, too many. And second, Cleveland's due for, they're angry and they're due for. Do they still so, have a backup quarterback? Yep, they sure do. Deshaun out for the season. Mm-hmm. But that backup has been playing and playing not terribly. I can't remember what his name is. We <laughs> talked about this last week. We he made were talk- a huge we impression. Yeah. Yeah, it's but- like I was three names or something. Yeah, yeah. We literally had this whole conversation last week, and I already forgot about him. But uh, we're going to go with that. Okay. To you, Mikey. I have a couple teams here I believe in. It's not my turn. but I'm. This is weird, but I'll do it. I'm gonna take an underdog pick. I I I love the 49ers <gasps> team. But I think the oh, Eagles are gonna boy. beat them next week. <laughs> so I'm hedging my bets. I'm gonna take the Eagles. Either I'll have bragging rights that my 49ers won, or I'll be right that the Eagles won. So you're give me the underdog. Your, you're hedging yeah. your emotional welfare. Wait, exactly. Should I do that too? <laughs> that sounds kind of fun. <laughs> you want to do that? Yeah, that sounds kind of fun. I mean, the Eagles just got multiple people hurt in the last game. Is that why it's down to two and a half, three? I think so. I think it's because the Eagles lost a lot of people in that last game to injury. And I don't think... So I could see, like, the weather being bad again. I don't know. That could be fun. Okay, so that's an option. So here's something I was thinking of doing, and I don't know if I will, but I should speak on it on the podcast. Uh, Panthers are going in with a new coach. We have seen time and time again when a new coach goes in, they tend to win the first game because eh, they just yeah. And so a part of me is like, do I take the Panthers? <laughs> knowing knowing full well that that has been a thing. But I actually really believed in Frank Reich, so I'm not going to do that. But know that it was something I thought about. And next week we can talk about whether or not conceptually that made any sense. Um, and now I do need to prioritize getting points. And do I really need to be taking the Eagles right now when I can probably take the Chargers. I did the Colts. I think one and a half over Tennessee seems a little unfair. Um, well, you you can't take the Eagles because Mikey took. Oh, took I mean them, uh, so. the the Forty Nineers. The Niners, yeah. Um, I took the Eagles. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I would take the Niners. Um, Chargers five and a half. Detroit's gone. Pittsburgh. No, we took the Pittsburghs off. Fuck Atlanta and fuck the Jets. I want anything to do with both of you. Stupid. Um. So it's really between Colts, Chargers, and 49ers. And 
I guess that's just so hard. This is there's a fun version that I want to do, but this is I keep picking fun versions and losing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I keep doing it for the gag, and it's not going well. <laughs> and the joke's mm-hmm. on you. Yeah, truly. Um, let's just let's, let's just take the Niners. Let's let's just do it. Okay. Nice. Okay. I'll, I'll also have a hedge bet and something and for a silly choice here. Uh, All right. All right, then I'll take the Colts. Yep. Well, it's not your turn, isn't it? Oh, duh. Okay. Do you want to take the Colts? You can take them. You can take them if you want. I don't want them. You can have them. I feel like you probably could take the Chargers then if you don't want the Colts. You know, I think I'm going to I think I'm going to do something a little shady. I think I'm going to take I think I'm I okay, so we cannot take Jacksonville as they have one of the oh. highest point spreads. Whoa, I think I can take Cincinnati, and Whoa, I think I'm gonna. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna do it. Uh, yeah, I think I am. All right, so here's let me let me just explain myself here. Yeah, please. Uh, they have not won a game. They have not won their last three games. However, none of those. None of their losses have been so grand. I mean, they lost to the Ravens by 14, and I guess that's pretty significant. But the Ravens are a really good football team. They this they did not lose in such a significant way to the Steelers and the Texans. That caused me concern against the Jaguars, who are, I feel Jake like, due, due to show their inconsistent skin. I, I think they're... They are due to to shed their valor, and um, we're gonna see a little bit of a. I I I I just I I don't know. I I think that that we're gonna see a little bit of confusion out on the field. The the Bengals have now had a few weeks to pull themselves together without Joe Burrow, and I think they've maybe got a shot. Well, it doesn't like being in second place. all that said you guys uh it's been grand catching up as always please give us a follow on our social media wait i didn't hear mikey mikey you go with the cult i'll take the cults yeah i'll take i I figured as much um give us a follow on our social media our handle is at ufr vodcast mostly on instagram and uh we will catch up with you all next week wait did you eat any turkey this year kinda me? No, I'm a vegetarian. Okay, just making sure. So what was Stop. the best thing you ate for Thanksgiving? Check in with your vegetarian friends, I guess. <laughs> oh, my God. My, my, actually, I have cousins that were at Thanksgiving, and they made a vegetarian meatloaf. I didn't have it. But... What was the best thing I ate for Thanksgiving? Uh, I mean, it's got to be the potato, right? Okay, potatoes. God bless the potato. <laughs> Well, okay. bye everybody. <laughs> this potato's got to go. Bye. <laughs>